It's your baby. Davy, I shall never, never ask you for anything other than the peerless service of your lotus feet. Time and time again, I offer my respects to the chance of becoming your girlfriend, but I shall only ever aspire for the honor of becoming your maidservant. Nothing, nothing else will do. Commentary. In the previous verse, on the strength of service to Sri Rupa and Radha Kunda, Raghunath Das Goswami appealed to Srimati Radharani for the privilege of being her maidservant. He wanted to be a manjari who accompanies Radha everywhere, acting as her menial servant, fulfilling her every need. In this verse, he expresses his firmness of purpose. His proposal to serve as a maidservant was not one of many options. It was the only option. Nothing else would do. Sri Radha was certainly purchased by Das Goswami's purity, love, and service. In turn, she offers to make him one of her intimate friends. You can be like Lalita and Chitra. In that way you are mine, and more so, also Krishna's. But the Acharya replies, O oh Devi, you are the abode of Krishna's worship, so you are worshipable by everyone, including me. Still, you should not play with me like a cat does a mouse. Please be kind. The word Devi means both goddess and queen. In either case, the address implies that Radha can fulfill Das Goswami's every desire. Yet for purposes of her own, she continues to test him. She says, I should also ask Krishna for his opinion on your appeal. I am not independent. Raghunath Das looks to the ground. Srimad Bhagavatam says, Anapayani Bhagavati, Sri Sakshat Atmano Hare. The goddess of fortune, Sri, who never leaves the Lord's side, appears with him in this world as the representation of his internal potency. Srimati Radharani is not separate from Krishna. Her decision is his. And yet, she's also independent in her choices. Question. 
her decision is his, meaning they both mutually concur, like, or what she wants, he wants. In, in terms of your tatwa, in terms of tatwa, in terms of, uh, you know, the principle that she's his energy, uh, so that way they're always connected and therefore philosophically the decision of one is the decision of the other. In, in terms of rasa, obviously, they, they differ and can argue on many things. Okay, I think that's an important point. The Acharya wonders, what offense have I committed to be rejected by her? Because Radha is the custodian of divine love and is therefore resplendent with its golden color. Raghunath Das calls her Devi. He thinks, I am a pauper calling upon the queen for alms and she will not even open the door. What can I do? It is obvious that Raghunath Das Goswami has an overwhelming preference in terms of his perfection, and that preference is as a manjari. One may wonder why such an advanced Vaishnava is so persistent. Should he not be free of desire and simply accept the will of his worshipable deity? Are pure devotees not desireless? I think this is a very important point because we've heard Prabhupada so many times talking about, in fact, he says, the desire to go to Vaikuntha, the spiritual world's contaminated desire. So what you've done, I thought, was quite extraordinary in that you're pointing out that Raghunath Das is beyond the platform of selfishness and it's his constitutional position. And so therefore he's being himself. Yeah. How can he decide to be something else than he is? <laughs> Inherited? I'm inherited. That's right. This <laughs> verse indicates that uh, you know it's possible to uh, to change. According to Rupa Goswami's definition of pure devotion. Raghunath Das Goswami is very much in keeping with the conduct of selfless, of a selfless pure devotee. He is free of taint. Pure devotion is described in this way: Anya bila chita shunyam, gana karmadyanavrtam, anukulyena krishnanu shilanam uttama. When first-class devotional service develops. One must be devoid of all material desires, knowledge obtained by monistic philosophy, and fruit of action. The devotee must constantly serve Krishna favorably as Krishna desires. 
This verse spurns all variety of selfish desires in both the material and spiritual spheres, but it does not discount all desire, for that would deny a constituent of spiritual substance. All living things aspire after happiness, and their pure aspiration is determined by their staibhava, what they inherently are. Raghunath Das Goswami is now a manjari by constitution, and his desire to be that is natural, existential, and not a barrier to devotion. Is there a reason why I use the word now? Uh, just because of the process of how uh, he entered into the realm of uh, becoming through the verses to becoming a manjari. Specifically the previous verse that Yadavadi Mamachitta Manjari Rupa that ever since Rupa Goswami opened my eyes with light I had a desire. So what does it mean Manjari opened my eyes with light? But anyway, ever since then, so it's now. So I thought this is a very important point. His desire to be that is natural, existential, and not a barrier to devotion. Yeah, that having had the company of Rupa Manjari and the vision of Radha Kun, there was no turning back from Manjari Bhav. Moreover, the primary characteristic of bhakti is favorable service to Krishna. Das Goswami's desire to serve as a maidservant is certainly favorable. More than that, it is the best way for him to serve Radha and the best way to serve Krishna. The Acharya thinks, if I were a Saki, my affection for Radha would be diluted by my love for and contact with Krishna. As her friend, I would not have the right to shadow her or render menial service like an underling. Moreover, were I to meet Krishna alone, Radha's faith in me would be compromised, as would my exclusive loyalty to her. Considering these things, I am convinced that the greatest pleasure I could offer Radha, and hence Krishna, is that of a maidservant. It's a very, you know, we were just talking before about Dasya. Now here we have Dasya and Ujvala Ras Matfurya combined. Uh, she's in love with Krishna and has Parakya love for him, but she is also a Dasya of Shimati Radharani, and also acts as a, in the position of a Saki. 
she also has some, you know, friendship relationships. Sometimes it becomes very friendly. With whom? Radharani. Mm. The Acharya's primary motive is how to please Radha. Thus, although his intense desire appears to be at odds with hers, it is very much in keeping with the mood of pure devotion and the conduct of saints. So again, I thought that was very significant in terms of clarifying selfishness mm -hmm on the liberated platform as Raghunath Das Goswami and selfishness on the sadhaka platform. It should, be, it should be remembered that Raghunath Das Goswami is already in the realm of pure devotion. He is an eternally liberated soul showing how liberated devotees at the stage of bhava or practicing devotees with greed should express their longing for perfection. This eagerness has been described by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as one of the nine defining characteristics of ecstatic devotion. Samutkamta hoisada lalasa pradam. Eagerness is chiefly characterized by an ardent desire to associate with the Lord. Thus, an advanced devotee's desire to serve in a very specific way is in harmony with pure devotion. Mm. Such desire is indicative of one's constitutional identity and of the best possible way to serve one's ishtadeva. One may further unwrap such inquiry by asking, how can Das Goswami refuse Radha's offer? The answer would be, by knowing that Radha's offer is not really her intent, it is a test to assess if he is worthy of his aspiration. Scripture repeatedly illustrates how superiors test their dependence, sometimes by misleading arguments sometimes by contrary reasoning. When Brichit Maharaj asked his guru how living enemies could be free from suffering for their sins, Shukadeva Goswami tested his disciple by falsely suggesting that atonement was the means. Brichit Maharaj then wisely countered that even if one atones, the inclination to repeatedly sin remains. Thus, nothing is achieved. Sri Shukadeva was pleased that his disciple had assimilated his earlier teachings. Having passed that test, he was now qualified for more confidential instruction. And so the Goswami revealed that Nam Sankirtam was the sure way to be freed of both the propensity to sin and the reaction to past sins. Similarly, when Narada found little Dhruva searching for a kingdom that would surpass his father's, the sage tried to discourage the boy from the severe austerities 
such a goal would entail. He attempted to scare Dhruva with stories of wild jungle animals. But the prince wanted help and got, and not hindrance. And so he politely rejected Narada's advice to go home and ask for a suitable sadhana instead. Seeing the boy's determination, Narada became pleased and obliged Dhruva, initiating him. In this way, Krishna or his representative will sometimes test the devotee's determination for an attainment, and a disciple who is attuned to his guru will understand the purpose behind such stratagem. Similarly, well aware of Radha's true intent, Das Goswami thinks, what I have asked for is a rare and precious privilege. No doubt she is testing my resolve. Was it deliberate? Mm -hmm. Was it a deliberate test? What, what did he say to him? I don't know. Somehow I... Seems... I mean, I understand the whole concept of testing. You know, that's, and the examples given. But, you mean uh, it's an undeliberate test? Huh? You mean it's not a deliberate test? I don't know. I have a trying to fit it in. It is into the lila of uh, Radharani's deliberately testing the resolve of Raghunatha Swami. And uh, I don't doubt it, the concept, but I'm trying to understand if it was deliberate or or just yeah. something that arose and yeah. there. Interaction. Yeah. Well, why don't you do this? Well, uh, actually, kind of to and fro like that. It, it almost, it almost, the examples given almost like it was a calculated, mm -hmm. deliberate test by Sri Mataradharani to Radhanathasko Swami. But since she knows that his constitution is an injury. And she knows that then any any suggestion indicates that there's some ulterior purpose behind it. Did she make a mistake? Oh, I forgot. He's what now? She didn't make a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's clear. <laughs> that's clear. So you're saying, is it something as calculated as a, let me see where you're really at, and you're saying it, you don't, you think? It, it, yeah, if, if, if the, we see the progression, then, you know, he's, he's approaching in the previous verse that, you know, now that, you know, I've got the mercy of Radakund and Rupa Manjari, which are the two most important. Now I want to be your servant, all right? Then 
but then you know he still asks, well, what's the qualification? So is Vilap Kusumanjali a progressive evolution of of Raghunath Das Goswami's commitment to Manjari Bhav? Up until verse 17, yeah. And if you read it, it's just it's like that. He's hankering right in the very beginning, feeling intense separation that he describes in different uh, verses. Then at a certain point in his separation, he starts to say that I'm your, I'm your maidservant, this maidservant, Dasi, Dasi Kiya. And, uh, and then it, uh, it, it starts to further unfold as to how, how he gets uh, that. It's a very, uh, yeah, very, very well. systematic presentation of the the result of greed, because it already starts off with greed. Because verse 6 is sort of like a Mangala Charna, first six verses. First six verses, But yeah. then from 7 on. Yeah. Evolution, of course, I, I'm not suggesting that there was an evolution of his elevated status. I'm just saying evolution of that, of it, of his greed. And, uh, you know, Shaitanya Mahaprabhu putting him in a certain situation to teach advanced devotees how to actually progress in their Krishna consciousness. Which is actually really, when you think about it, it's really instructive because the whole evolution of greed is something that's supposed to be Ever, ever fresh and ever consistently growing. It's something that never in any way wanes. Yeah. yeah from from. So it's, it's almost like a. It's uh, taking a, uh, a, a, a. What's the word I'm looking for? Clip. Like like a video clip. <laughs> and, uh, segment. A segment, yes. That's what I was looking for. A segment of his evolution. Yeah. And, and which he's is not, ever increasing. And he's not really evolving. Yeah. In the sense that it's always there, but actually, he is. He has that sentiment of being a sadaka. That's what's missing is the previous is it's not missing here when it's not the subject of the lab is how eagerness develops into greed, how practicing devotees from Nishta, especially Ruchi and Asakti, how they cultivate.
So you say that's missing in. Well, that's that's I, we we talk about it throughout the book, of you know cultivating that because that's that's where most readers are going to be at. So you put that there in the commentary, but you're saying, in terms of the actual verses of Balap Kusumanjali, it's dealing with from greed Bhav, to from mm-hmm. Bhav on. for advanced Vaishnavas. From greed to more greed. From 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 Bhav to Prema and so on. Because when he starts talking about can I, you know, associate with you and do this service, that already means Rasa is manifest, which means that uh, Prema is in full bloom. Otherwise, there's no question of associating with Krishna or Srimati Radharani. Is that why this is considered to be a swan song? Because Prema is in full bloom, it's almost like it indicates that it was, I mean, I know that it was just before he, not long before he departed. That's what they've said. Yeah, because his whole whole limitation is to go to Goloka, to enter into Leela and get out of this world and out of this body. He's had enough. So the fulfillment really sort of comes at the end. Uh, and then that's sort of the, in what sense, the you know, end of his life. He, How long? Before he departed, was for Lakshmi I don't know. So, so many different datings and things of Acharyas. Raghunath's not so so bad, but with others, it's horrible. Unless uh, unless they've included it in some of their books, then just like. Uh, Rupa, I think Lalita Madhava, Vidagda Madhava, concludes saying it's the year, the month, the day, then it's, then you know when it was written, composed. Over many, many years, I told you that once, I forgot how many years, over how many years, between the time that he started when he was going to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the time that finished, it was a long time, it was decades. Decades? Yes. Then what was finished? Lalita Madhava. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably there was, he was writing simult- simultaneously or put it down and picked it up. Yeah. What about Vedagda Madhava? Yeah, I mean the two. Both of them. The two. Very interesting. I mean, they're 
Dit is flawless, there's no mistake. Can't, can't say that about this. Can't say that about this meaning. My book. Oh, your commentaries. Yeah. Are you reading? I am. Thinking what I read, though, it's, but that's okay. But it's okay. My thinking is not reality. <laughs> it is reality. Huh? It is real. <laughs> Raghunath Das, please. Oh goddess, in this life, I have never asked for anything, and in the next hundred lives. I will only beg for your service and nothing else. But Radha disagrees. You were praying day and night to join Gora's entourage. Your please still echo in my ears, he replies. My prayers for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's company were the root of my desire to serve you. Although he is an eternally liberated soul, Raghunath Das Goswami is in the role of the sadhaka. Thus, his aspiration sets the example of how regular sadhakas should aspire after the mercy of Gora and Radha Krishna. Das Goswami's conduct is the ideal for Rupanugas. While in Puri, Lord Chaitanya engaged Raghunath Das in Antaranga Seva, under Surup Dhammadago Swami's guidance. Where is this? What? Chaitanya Charitamrita. Is it Chaitanya Charitamrita? Yes, he has a name of his being Surup Dhammadago's Raghunath. Yeah. But it was when he arrived in Raj that Raghunath. Goswami awoke to his Manjari ident identity under Rupa Goswami's tutelage. The spiritual path from Saptagram to Puri, then from Puri to Braj, was a journey of many stages, of which the finale would be entrance into Radha's Manjari entourage. He continues. By Lord Garanga's grace, Srup Goswami taught me to meditate upon your lotus feet. Rupa Goswami described to me the glories of your service. And finally, your lake blessed me with the yearning to be your maidservant. O Devi, do not cut down the flowering vine of my long-held aspiration. I have invested this entire life just in you. Will you deny an old man threshold of death? Srimati Radharani can examine her devotee for only so long before her naturally soft heart completely melts in the fire of his longing. She placed the offer of her, her illustrious friendship before him knowing well what the Acharya's response would be. Of the young gopis in Braj, 
Brian's friends like Lalita are considered the best. Their love is flawless and supreme among the five kinds of Sakis. Saki, Nitya Saki, Prana Saki, Priya Saki, and Paramapreshta Saki. <coughs> the love of the gopis ascends incrementally from Sakis through to Paramapreshta Sakis. Slightly greater than the affection of the Sakis is that of the Nitya Sakis. Somewhat greater than that is the affection of the Prana Sakis. Greater yet is the love of the Priya Sakis, and even greater than theirs is the love of the Paramaprasta Sakis. In addition, the gopis are almost always in groups of three, five, or eight. They reside under the guidance of a group leader, Yuteshuri, and they are either in one of two categories, Sama and Asama. The Sama gopis have the same affection <coughs> for Krishna as for their group leader, <coughs> while the Asama gopis have unequal affection. That means Asama gopis are of two kinds, those who love their Yuteshwari more than Krishna and those who love Krishna more than their Yuteshwari. The Sakis love Krishna more than their group leader, while the Nitya Sakis and the Prana Sakis have slightly greater affection for their leader than for Krishna. By contrast, the Priya Sakis and the Paramaprasta Sakis, also known as Priyanama Sakis and Asta Sakis, love Krishna and their Yurteshuri equally. Of these two groups of Samasneya Sakis, gopis with equal love, it is said, Tulya Pranakam Prema Vayam Tyopi Dvayor Ima Radhaya Vayam Ityuchaya Abhimanam Upashrita Paramapraista Sakyascha Priya Sakyascha Mata those Sakis who love, whose love for Krishna and their group leader is equal, and yet who identify themselves as belonging to Radha, are known as Parama Prasta Sakis and Priya Sakis. These five kinds of Sakis are active participants in Radha Krishna's pastimes of love, for they are both the causes and the guardians of loving exchanges. They are all well-versed in the art of increasing Krishna's love for their Yuteshwari and of her love for him. Sometimes they incite the group leader to capriciousness, then they lighten the atmosphere by jokingly arranging a meeting between the two. Often Radha's in-laws pose such formidable obstacles to meeting Krishna that she is almost thwarted, yet these clever Sakis know how to overcome social and familial obstacles and unite the hero and heroine. When they do, they consider 
their lives successful? I have a question. We know, what is it called? Tut tut bob. Uh, what's the word? What is it? Kopi's, the Manjuri's experience, that they have the same experience that Radharani experiences. Does that also apply to those who are have the same affection to the Yukteswari as they do for Krishna? And Yukteswari may not necessarily be Radharani. For some asama, the asama parama prista sakis like Lalita Visaka. Uh, I've I've not read. I've not read. Uh, I've not heard. But. Because they too are so attuned to uh, Radharani meeting with Krishna. In one sense, they really have that bhav. It's so much so that, for instance, you know, the uh, uh, Radharasa Sudhaniti is all written in the mood of a Manjari. It's Prabodhananda Saraswati, who is Saki, who is, who is he? Tangavidya. Tangavidya. So, wanted to be Manjuri. And uh, so one would expect that to some degree they have it, not as much as uh, the Manjuris, because Manjuris are absolutely dependent on Radharani for any uh, any such experience that uh, with Krishna via her. Whereas the gopis, they will, sakis will have contact with Krishna. Right. But they may, but it, it, it would seem like something, but not equal to Manjari's. It would seem. Yeah. Especially to those who are very, very intensely devoted to Shumati Radharani. Hmm. Are there some who are more intensely devoted to the Yuteshwari than the Acha Radharani? Radharani is a Yuteshwari. I know. But there are other Yuteshwaris. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's just, which, which again brings up acquired or uh, inherited. In other words, how inherent, uh, in other words, why, we don't, we don't know of just somewhat, just through Radharani, we hear of Chandravali 
and her friends, but not the name of one Banjari to follow, to become a follower of Chandravali, but to speak of all the thousands and millions of Yiteshwaris. We're just focused on Srimati Radharani. Why? Isn't it, isn't it inherent that we should be Manjaris of other? Why, why Srimati Radharani? There are, the others have. The others have what? The, the other Yiteshwaris have Manjaris? Yeah. Yeah? Because Lord Chaitanya is giving this. Because <laughs> <laughs> this and is the best manjari. Does that mean he, that because he's giving this, he's excluding that? He's excluding it. Huh? He's ex- n- nothing's excluded, but you don't read of it. You don't hear about it. No. It's very rare. And, and you know, who... You have to have the sadhan. So where's where's the manjaris to follow? Where's where's hearing about them? This is an essential part of uh, <coughs> Raganuga Bhakti. That it doesn't doesn't exist. Gangolia literature doesn't exist. So essentially, what you're saying is. Jiva, Shila Jiva Goswami, Raghunathas Goswami, Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami. They are all focusing on what we need to hear to develop our attachments to. What Lord Chaitanya came to give. Our attachments to Srimati yeah. Radhika. So that we have the proper, uh, the proper material for our sadhana, which is to follow in the footsteps. Tishtan Vajita Dhanugami Janahugami. Which only highlights <laughs> only highlights the conclusion of Just inherited. You don't need don't need very elaborate philosophy. And for Sakya Ras, you just have this one, Preyo Bhakti Ras. That's it. Preyo Bhakti Bhav or Preyo Bhakti Ras. Rasanava. Rasanava. Nayanana. Nayanana. That was... Was it Nayanana Brahmacharya or something? Yeah. What were you going to say? What, looking... I was just looking at you like... I was trying to read the expression on your face. That's all. <laughs> How do you keep your eyes closed so much and not fall asleep? <laughs> Thinking deeply. It's very I know. It's amazing. <laughs> I guess. You, you look like you were about to ask something. That's why. Yes, but it passed. So. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you just it looked like it was something was about to yes but then it, it, it surfaced okay uh, the 
Sakis love Krishna more than their group leader. Well, the Nitya Sakis, is this the right place? No, I, I followed the fish for Now, these five kinds of Sakis, these these five kinds, I'm just below the, the verse. I, I, went, I started at the wrong place. These five kinds of Sakis are active. No. No? No, you're uh, uh, next page. Of all your Tejshwaris. Of all your Tejshwaris, sorry. Of all your Tejshwaris, Radha is the foremost. Her Astasakis form the most illustrious group. And the loving exchanges between these Sakis and the divine couple is without peer. Why is it that in Radha Krishna Gora Gora Desh describes there are, there are other Astasakis? Yeah, they are. But they don't match Lalita Vishraka, Chitra, etc. Don't match means? They don't have the same love, mm. the same sweetness. They don't have? No. That's why this Lord Chaitanya came to give this. <laughs> He's giving the best. So is that why I was hearing Prabhupada lecture in Mayapur 76 and he would repeat over a period of weeks at Lord Chaitanya that he came not only to give Krishna but also to give love of Krishna. He kept emphasizing two things, not just Krishna but love of Krishna. This makes him so exceedingly special. Yes. And then, you know, what kind of love of Krishna? Of all Yuteshri's writers, the foremost are Astasakis form the most illustrious group. And the loving exchanges between these sakis and the divine couple is without fear. Although these Paramaprasta sakis have equal love for Radha and Krishna, they have a preference for Radha and identify themselves as her followers. This inclination towards Radha is so strong that although these gopis are qualified to be Uteshuris in their own right, they prefer the role of a confidential friend. You do not want to compete with Radha for Krishna's affections or be deprived of her trust by enjoying with him. Yet to enrich the divine couple's pastimes, the Astasakis' affection oscillates, sometimes slightly favoring Radha, sometimes favoring Krishna. Krishna does not arrive on time at the assigned meeting place and Radha is made anxious waiting for him, the Priya Namasakis will favor her. But if on another occasion Radha displays an unwarranted huff, spurning Krishna for no good reason, these Sakis will take Krishna's side and chastise Radha, thus showing greater affection for him. In this verse of Vilapusa Manjali, Radha appears to have offered Raghunath Das Goswami access to this unique group of Priyanamasakis 
and to their very exalted love. But in his own humble way, he turns it down. Daily, over and over, I offer my prostrated obeisance to your friends, to your friendship, and to your offer of friendship. Rod replies, Then, although I always worship your dear friends, I do not covet a position like theirs. She asks, Then what is it that you want? He replies, I have been, repeat I have been repeating my request this entire lifetime. She nods knowingly. This is why I think I remember writing to you about this statement. But how is it was the entire lifetime when in many places you've indicated it's an evolution of his exaggeration. <laughs> yeah, I think that's not how you answered it. Just emphasize emphasis. <laughs> Emphasizing what? Well, Raghunath asks has not been repeating this request throughout his lifetime because, as we just discussed before, he, you know, he from Antaranga Seva that he, that he learned from Swarup Damodar until he got to the association of Rupa Goswami and Radha Kund and the aspiration for Manjuri Baba began to blossom in his heart. So, therefore, I was asking the question, how is it that his whole lifetime he's been asking for service? And Shiva Maharaj's response is exaggeration, <laughs> to emphasize. It's, it's great emphasis. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm definitely okay. Yeah. But I remember the I mean, question. he plays the game also. Huh? He plays the game also, so does Rati. She nods knowingly. Hmm. I desire that sweetest of all sweet things. Suppressing her smile, she asks, what is that sweetest thing? The privilege of being your servant, that is all. Nothing more, nothing less. The underlying force driving Raghunath Das Goswami's insistence on taking the role of Radha's maidservant is his love. It is one of the two kinds of love possessed by the Vajagopis called Bhavolasarati. 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 Rupa Goswami writes, Sanchari syat samanova krishna ratya suhidvati arika pushyamana chit bhavalasa rati. If the love of Radha's associates towards her as a friend is equal to or less than their love for Krishna, then that love is called a sanchari bhav of love for Krishna and is called Suhidrati. If, however, the love of Radha's associates towards her is greater than that to Krishna, the love for Krishna is the Sanchari Bhava that nourishes the friendship. The special love which grows continually is known as Bhavalasarati. 
Radha's confidants, like Lalita and other members of her Astasakis, also share the same kind of Bhavalas love. However, Rati Manjari's Bhavalasa Rati is as a friend who is in a position of servitude. And because this service mood is so dominant, it is referred to as a special form of servitude in Madhurya Ras. Radha reasons, perhaps you are too shy to tell me that you want to be my friend. Perhaps it is your humility that makes you say you want to be my maidservant. Raghunath Swami raises his hands in prayer. With palms joined, I beg you to, not to tease me. Goddess, I tell you the truth. The desire to be your Saki has never, ever entered my heart, even in a dream. I have never had any desire other than to be your maintained maidservant, your Palyadasi. Das Goswami's prayer lies in his gopi identity as a gopi with Bhavalasa love. He simply cannot love Radha or Krishna in the way of a Saki. That said, it should be emphasized that he has the divine lust of a gopi known as Karmatmakarati, as a result of which he is spontaneously attracted to Krishna as a paramour. But unlike the Sakis, who desire to enjoy directly with Krishna, he desires instead to taste and share in the sweetness of Radha's enjoyment with Krishna. In short, the Sakis' enjoyment is direct that of the manjuris indirect. The nature of the manjuris love is further illuminated by Rupa Goswami by the use of another term, tad bhavichatnika, which indicates a type of bhakti whose life, atma, resides in desire, ichcha, to relish the love Bhava of Srimati Radharani, Tat. Thus, the love of a maidservant is known by two terms, Bhavalasa and Tat Bhave Chatmaka. By contrast, the love of the Sakis is also known as Samboke Chat, excuse me, Samboke Chatmai, because their desire, Ichcha, is for enjoying Samboga with Krishna. The Sakis are eager to delight in a romantic relationship with Krishna, and the Manjaris are eager to know Radha's ecstasies in her romance with him. These two divisions of conjugal love are expressed in this way. Please forgive me. It's a Chittapriya, which means he, he just he may be have a exceptional connection. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you wanted me to let you know when I get steady access to internet. I got it. Thus, the love of a maidservant is known by two terms, 
The term Sambhokicca Mai indicates loving devotion that is characterized by a desire for conjugal enjoyment with Krishna. While Tad Bhavichatmika specifies another love in which the gopis long to experience the sweet mood of those girls mentioned above, who, like Radha, directly enjoy with Krishna. I enjoyed hearing you read. We just got ten minutes. I have a question. In that quote it says, the sweet mood of those girls mentioned above. I didn't want to speculate as to girls mentioned above. Like Radha. Above on is above on the page or above. I'm looking at the page. Sakis who are eager to delight in romantic relationship with Krishna. Um, The term some where does it say uh, above? In the translation of the verse, Kali Tat Paryavatyeva. In the translation it says Prabhupada is not casual Krishna wants to just not love. We should also love to experience the sweet mood of those girls mentioned uh, above. Yeah, the Sambo Gitchumai girls. Oh, uh, okay, because it's mentioned also the manjuris above too, so I above meaning on this page, I take it. No. No. This no, is because it's a translation. The translation. Yes, that's why I'm getting oh I see. So So the term Sampogichama in the loving devotion trash are the conjugal enjoyment and Tatbhavichatnika is a love longing to experience the sweet mood of those girls. The Sambo Gitchamaya girls. Those are the ones who are above. Okay. All right. Is that something you would correct? Yeah, because it, it will throw it will throw someone off. When you say above, everyone immediately just yeah. <laughs> that, I have an allergy to repeating the same. That means you'd have to put the Sambo Gitchamai girls. Mm -hmm. Yes, because the reference mentioned above, well, is it what, uh, what's above? The Sambo Gitchamai and the Tadbavach Chatmika? 
or is it just oh, no. while the Tat Babich Mahi's precise not only girls long experience the sweet in other words the Babich Hafmika girls a Babich can only refer to doesn't Rupa Goswami is not referring to my commentary he's just referring to his words okay I would have done something to it, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> but, yeah. But the reader would let be left swimming. Mm-hmm. If in the definition of pure devotional service, the freedom from selfish desire, anna bilashita shunyam, is taken to its transcendental extreme, then the tud. Babich Chatmika love of Manjaris can be considered the purest of the pure. All other mellows of devotion want to give enjoyment to Krishna directly. But Manjaris forsake direct contact with Krishna to serve those who are most expert at pleasing Krishna in the exalted conjugal mellow. In that way, they serve him indirectly. And in one sense, the Lord treasures the Manjari's love and service as the most favorable, anukulya form of devotion. Should we stop there? And I think so. That's at the end of the section. Mm-hmm. Five to six. We're going to stop there. I have a question with regards to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Are we taking lunch together? Uh, I wasn't. I have this uh, oh, initiation. Yes. And That's right. So you take, and then I'll be back Monday. Okay. I have an event. Maharaj. I was requested to attend a 10 minute event at 1 30. Would you like to take lunch at 1 or at 2? As. One o'clock is fine, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Should I have my cooks do something also? You seem to like the dessert today. <laughs> That's also the advantage of reading the Shambi Harry knows how to serve. I such a stark difference. If you would have been at lunch today, you would have, you would have thrown a prasadam at people. Just uh, <laughs> don't say that, otherwise I stop. I won't come. <laughs> well. <laughs>